Hey friends, welcome to the Confetti Moments Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Hinshaw. I believe that picture books open the magic for all readers. Today, open your heart and let all the book feels in. It's going to be so much fun. Let's open the magic. excited today to have Sarah Rocket from Sleeping Bear Press on Confetti Moments Podcast. Today, we're going to talk all things publishing and definitely more. I am so excited. Welcome, Sarah. How are you? Thank you so much. Um, I'm really good. Um, you know, trying to muddle through this coronavirus thing like everybody else. But um, yeah, I'm good. I think it's so funny. I was thinking about like, okay, well, what? I know we're going to talk about everything we decided to talk about, but we have to talk about the corona. And I was thinking, you know what? This is actually like the best podcast to have because books are like saving me with the corona. And so I'm absolutely they're probably saving you as well. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Okay. So tell my listeners a little bit about yourself. Sure. Um, so I'm an editor with Sleeping Bear Press, as you mentioned. Um, I've been there for about six or seven years now. Um, we're a really small independent publishing company um, based in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Um, I work primarily on picture books, uh, but we also do some middle grade novels and board books and things like that. Um, I live just outside Ann Arbor myself um, in a 130-year-old house um, that always needs stuff done to it, so that's always fun. Um, and then me and my husband are working from home right now with our 10-month-old son, which is interesting, certainly. Um, and then we spend a lot of time in northern Michigan, um, heading to the lakes up there. Um, and yeah, and I just love children's books. They've you know, I've loved them since I was a kid, obviously. Um, and then throughout my young adulthood and now I just am super passionate about them. I love it. I laugh that I could never live in Michigan because <laughs> I'm freezing at like 60. So oh. I wouldn't yep. last very long there. No, and it's particularly <laughs> terrible right now. Um, it just like waiting for spring is brutal. Um, so yeah. I bet. And I don't know if you know this story, but how I learned about Sleeping Bear Press is every time I go to any state, I always get the Sleeping Bear um, ABC book for the state. Oh, I and love I've it. asked like if anyone in my family goes or if a friend goes and they go to that state, they all have to get me that book. Oh, so that's I awesome. I almost have all 50. I have amazing. like, I think 43. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I love those books so much. So that's so speaking great. Of, speaking of picture books, why are picture books so important? And I know we kind of already talked about some of your answer, but I also think why are they so important right now during the Corona? Sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think picture books are so important to kids because it's kind of some of the first moments that they're being exposed to stories that aren't their own. Um, you know, I think that, they're forming some of their first interests and attachments. Um, I think some of the kids' first memories are around picture books as well. Certainly mine, a lot of my first memories are around picture books and reading with my parents and things. Um, so I think that picture books are really just those first little seeds um, in a kid that kind of bloom into who they become. Um, and, you know, a lot of things in 
picture books that I read as a kid certainly, um, you know, became larger interests in my life um, and passions as I grew up. And it kind of started with those picture books. Um, right now, I mean, I think that you know, for as frustrating as some things can be right now um, with the sheltering in place and quarantining that everybody is doing, um, you know, it is wonderful to be able to have more moments with your kids. Um, you know, our daycare is closed and it's been causing a lot of, you know, anxiety and makes our work days a lot more difficult. Um, but we do get so many more moments to spend with our son, um, you know, reading and, um, you know, sharing books with each other and it's just been really nice so I think that now is a great time we all have time together so um, I think it's a great time to explore additional books and um, you know put in orders with our independent bookstores that I know are still shipping books um, and you know share those with each other. I love that and I love what you talked about when you said about the first seed is planted and it would really help who they are as they get older like all yeah. the deals just happen with that. I think that's <laughs> so true because kids see themselves in books or who they want to yeah. be. And it's just, that's such another great way of helping understand our world. So I'm sure there's probably going to be lots of authors who are going to write picture books about the Corona. Absolutely. Yep. And I don't mean to make it sound like it's not like it's huge and it's horrible, but like you kind of have to just call it the Corona because it has literally <laughs> altered all of our lives beyond totally. anything that any of us could ever imagine. So I know I, you know, I know it's COVID-19 and I, it's called the coronavirus, but I just have to call it the corona. Yeah, no. Um, so speaking, you were talking a little bit about reading with your parents as you were getting older. What were you like as a reader growing up? Um, I loved books. I was obsessed. I would sit in Borders bookstore for hours on end picking out books. Um, my parents, I would, you know, come up to them at a bookstore with a stack of six books and they would let me pick the two longest books. I had to pick the longest ones because they knew that would keep me busier for longer. Um, and we wouldn't have to go back to the bookstore or the library until a little bit later. So I was always reading, obsessed with reading. Um, I got really into the good books. Um, you couldn't tear me away. I would spend entire summer weekends um, in my room with a good book. Um, so yeah, I, I really got into it. I, I loved reading as a kid. Okay, I just thought of a question that's kind of random, but yeah. are you a bookmark person or do you fold the page down? I'm a bookmark person. Good. Absolutely. Me too. <laughs> Oh, I can't imagine folding book pages, but um, no, I love those people. Now, did you grow up in Michigan as well? I did. Yeah. Yep. I feel like everyone from Michigan, it's like they, once they're, they're born there, like you don't leave. Is that true? Or is that me just assuming? Yeah, no, I, um, I left for college. I went to college at Boston university. So I was um, on the East coast for college. And then I lived in New York for about six years. Um, I worked with penguin young readers there and then I came back. I do think people from Michigan tend to go back to Michigan for sure. I love it. I love it. I only know like, well, I know the people who work at sleeping bear and then I know like one other yep. person and then Maria Desmondi. Those are about the only people I know from Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> Michigan are pretty passionate about our state, even though the Springs are pretty gloomy. I but. love it. I love the passion. So awesome. 
So speaking of people and what would advice can you give a new writer who wants to publish a book? Cause I'm definitely one day going to be that person who wants to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I think the most important thing is joining a writing group, um, or SCBWI. I know writing tends to be pretty solitary. Um, and I think a lot of people, um, you know, they get a little protective of their work. Um, but I think the most important thing is workshopping a story over and over and over again with different people, with the writing group, with people you trust, um, people whose opinions you trust, people who you trust to be totally honest with you. Um, I think that is really the most important part of the writing and, you know, getting a manuscript ready for submitting to an agent or an editor. Um, you know, I think that editors and agents can tell when something hasn't been workshopped because it feels very insular. Um, it doesn't feel like a universal story. Um, so I really think that that is the most important part of the process um, and to just be really open to feedback um, and think about it all really thoughtfully as you're going through your revisions. Um, that's my big, my big advice to people, you know, who want to write a, a write at all, but especially a children's book. Um, and then just also, you know, be resilient and, um, you know, take the rejections as they come and, and don't give up. Keep trying. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like it would be so much harder to write a picture book than a chapter book because you have to like, get so much like knowledge and so much like confetti and like only 28 pages. And that's really yeah. hard to do. Yeah, no, it's picture books are tough. You know, you have to tell the same story in um, way fewer words. So every word is really important um, as you're working on it. Um, picture books are tough. Yeah, totally. So what were you or when you're looking for new books to publish? What do you look for? Um, I think first and foremost, a great story. Um, it has to be something that is engaging and exciting. Um, something that's unique that hasn't been told before, or at least that we're telling in a different way. Um, I think that is the most important part of a, of a children's book. Um, you know, there's a lot of um, educational books out there and a lot of um, picture book biographies and nonfiction picture books, which I love. Um, but I think if the story isn't there, if it's not fun to read, then the kid isn't going to get the message anyway. So I think first and foremost, a great story um, is, is really important. Um, and another thing that some people don't think about is an active author. Um, we love to get manuscript submissions from people who are really excited about the whole process, the publicity process, you know, uh, connecting with their readers and buyers over Instagram and Twitter and getting really involved in social media in in real life event events. Um, we just love having an author who is excited, is as excited about the process as we are. Um, so that can make a real difference when we're looking at uh, books to sign. Um, so yeah, those are, I think, the two two big things we, we think about when we're considering manuscripts, a great story and an author who is really excited to work with us and connect with the readers. I love that. And it's so, I love your, your definition, I guess you would say of an active author, because I feel like it does, it brings a whole package. And like my 
team I'm, I'm a teacher as well as and Ramona recommends mm-hmm. person and my colleagues will laugh at me and like not laugh like make fun but laugh because they get me whenever mm-hmm. we have any authors come to the school I'm probably more excited than the kids and I yeah. just love how the authors like totally feed into that and they're so nice to me and they just like let me fangirl and and I know right. they're just like me but they just have a really cool talent and I think that's awesome and then also I just love there's not one story that I've read from Sleeping Bear Press that I'm not just like I feel like you have so much heart in your stories you all publish and there's like such a great message and just I don't know there's just it's there's a hometown feel to every book that your company or your yeah, I guess it's a company that yeah, yeah. yeah that they that you publish. I just love them. Yeah, that I mean that's wonderful to hear. It's that we really try. We publish very few books. We're a really small team, um, and we really try to be um, intentional intentional about the books we choose um, and making sure they, you know, have a great message and a great story. And we really are thoughtful in the way we choose our books. So that's awesome to hear. You're so welcome. So what have been your favorites that you've published at Sleeping Bear Press? Um, so recently, um, Winged Wonders just came out. I think literally there's a launch event today um, on, um, I think, Skype or something um, for that mm-hmm. one. And that one is fantastic I just love it it's by Meek Pincus mm-hmm. um and it's about the um discovering the monarch migration in the 70s yes. and all of the different people who pay, played a role in that discovery um so it talks about the citizen scientists and the people who lived in the villages in Mexico where the monarchs roosted and um it really is just it's a really beautiful story and then there's a lot lots of like science tidbits and then it also kind of gives kids um a mission to you know what's next for the monarchs how can we help save them how can we solve this new new problem um so I just love the way that all of those different things intertwine and then the illustrations are just beyond they're so colorful and beautiful um it's really one of my favorite books I've worked on for sure um and then a little bit less recently we did books do not have wings in roof octopus and those were both illustrated by rogerio coelho who is a brazilian illustrator and his stuff is just amazing, amazing. um and so i just love those books um i just they they're really fun and whimsical and the illustrations you could look at them forever that's so i know i love ruth oh my gosh roof that is like a tongue twister roof <laughs> wow there we go I, but I have to tell you my two favorite books that I have from Seeing Bear Press are A Boy Like You and then oh my gosh I'm totally blanking on the title right now but the the sandwich A to Z one by oh yeah yeah Hannah's Tall Order yes, there we go Tall Order I love both <laughs> those books because I love the illustrator Kayla she's just a her Oh yeah, she's the best. Yes, I know. She's actually going to be on the. So excited! I. Oh, amazing! She's great. Girl, so much. Yes. Yeah. And then I think the last I love so much is like, ebook. We're in front. Love it. Yeah. Um, but 
Anywho, great. With you, what, what, what my favorites were too. But what, what no. advice could you give teachers and parents on the power of nightly reading? Um, this one is a little tricky for me. I'm not a professional on child development. You know, I don't have any background in that. Um, but I think that, you know, we know that kids gain empathy from reading and hearing stories. And I think that that, you know, kids catch on to that stuff really young. Um, and I think that it's so important to kind of open their eyes to different situations and different families and, um, you know, different little stories and to sort of get them thinking and understanding about the world beyond their little bubble. Um, so I think that that part is really important for kids. Um, and then I just think that the moments sharing a book between parent and child or teacher and child, those are kind of indelible moments for kids. I still remember reading Charlotte's Web with my teacher um, and gosh, second grade, I still remember sitting on the carpet squares with her um, and reading that book. And I remember reading um, Swiss Family Robinson with my dad before bed. Um, so I think that those moments just don't leave a kid. Um, and they just create, you know, such a great feeling of love and belonging um, that I think is, you know, really valuable for kids. I love that. And I also think that books give great vocabulary because I have learned some new words talking and I'm like, loving it. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go use the word and I'm going to say it wrong too, because what you said about um, sharing moments because favorite books are in, in what was the word? It was indelible. indelible. What does like, like important or like, it doesn't go I, away. I love it. I'm going to use that, I'm gonna use that <laughs> word in my speech this week. Um, so speaking of, I've already kind of talked about them, but I love them so much so we can talk about them more. Can you tell everyone? Yeah. And it's, as I've kind of already shared before, um, yeah, just kind of talk about that and let all the people know about this amazing line. Yeah. Yeah. Our um, Alphabet book series is, is great. We've been doing it forever. It kind of is the foundation of Sleeping Bear Press. Um, we have every state, we have a bunch of countries. Um, we've also done a lot of science concepts. Um, I worked on the A is for Astronaut mm. book that came out last yes, year. Yes, I actually got um, to meet that author at um, ILA. Oh, nice. Yeah, he's amazing. He's, he's, he's great. Um, and we're coming out with a new book by him um, this fall this fall um so that'll be we're excited about that one um but so the concept of the alphabet books is to make a educational book usable for a wide range of students and readers um so each letter has a short poem on the topic it's usually fun um and it kind of gives like a little peek into the concept um and then each letter also has expository sidebar bar text um, and that like delves in deeper and gives a lot more information. So that works really well for older students who are maybe doing a report or, you know, looking to learn more about the topic. Um, so we really, we think they work well in classrooms. We think they work well in homes. Um, it just is really nice to have kind of that um, chunked learning experience. Um, and then we always go for really great illustrators. So the, the, images are always really beautiful no, as well. I think like no house has this. 
such a gem for you and like such a secret and the secret like love them so much and I loved how you explained so that good. it was like the poem because I guess I never thought of it as a poem but now that I think about it it is a poem because I, I would always no. be like oh yeah there's like a short excerpt for younger kids and then a longer excerpt for older kids but I like the way you described yeah. it I'm gonna say words so that's yeah yeah still um, is. are there any other new coming out in the ABC line coming up um, we have H is for Honeybee coming up, um, and that one is going to be really cool. The woman who wrote it, um, she is a, a beekeeper herself, um, so she, you know, knows the topic very well, um, and the illustrations are going to be really cool also. Um, so, yeah, we're excited about that one, um, especially with, you know, the concerns of the honeybees and the excitement that people have there's so much urban beekeeping going on and people trying their hand at that as well so um that is going to be a good one that we're excited oh, about I love that oh exciting that's so cool so what book do you think every teacher needs in their classroom today um well you already mentioned it um but I think a boy like you is one that that concept doesn't really exist anywhere else. And I think it's so important right now. Um, and I think it just belongs in every classroom and um, every home. I think it's just really um, a special, important book right I now. I wait for I'm going to buy it. I'm like there. Yeah, no, it's going to be really cute. I'm, um, we're working on finishing it up right now. Oh, it's going to be so great. Awesome. I ask all my... <laughs> interview us we're friends now I've decided because you're just so fun and I love all your answers but questions so just the first thing of um here we go so what is your um okay. all-time favorite picture book that gave you a confetti moment uh, Miss Rumpheus um what picture book wait 20 um the Color Collector by Nick Solis, and that's actually Spring 21, but it's really close to 2020, so I'm <laughs> going to go with that one. I love it. Oh, gosh, I can't wait to know more about that. I'm a guy to follow up. I can't <laughs> ask questions. Uh, please, a teacher whose life is a person. Um, my AP English teacher in high school, Mr. Darton, um, he was, he was amazing. In my college recommendation letter, he wrote, um, that he had no doubt that I was going to use my voice to speak for those who could not. And that's still something that I work towards. Um, I, it just really stuck with me and he was, so he was amazing. Um, okay. This <laughs> is question but kindle real book absolutely unless i'm going on a long vacation but otherwise always real absolutely. book to the extreme real book so where confetti <laughs> moments listeners find you um so sleeping bear press has instagram twitter and facebook um so definitely go go there and check us out we share a lot of um especially right now when so many authors are doing live readings and things like that we always share when our authors are posting that stuff um so it's a great resource right now um for parents and teachers looking for content for kids um so yeah our instagram facebook 
Facebook and Twitter accounts are a great place to um, find awesome. us and connect with us. Thank you so much for in this Corona and I just <laughs> loved all your answers. Literally sit here and talk to you all day about books because I just love doing that. It was great. Um, but thank you so very much. And thank you so much for putting so many gems in and helping kids know they're not. Um, thank you so much. It's so great to hear. Um, and it was wonderful talking with you great. as well. This right. was so thank fun. Thank you so much for tuning into the Confetti Moments podcast. I hope each story or tip you heard today brings the love of reading into your heart. Take this confetti and sprinkle it all over the children in your classroom or home. See you back here next Monday to open the magic. <laughs>